Hello, thank you for downloading the Jason Manford podcast. Today's show, I was joined by Lizzie Roper and we talked about many, many things, uh, including good deeds gone bad, accidental racism, just letting pandas die <laughs> and lost shoes. Oh, and also getting amorous with a shameless dog. Uh, hope you enjoy. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you get them automatically. And it makes me look better in the eyes of the bosses. Enjoy. Matters. Good morning. Always look on the bright side of life. Morning. I, I, that was a weird uh, thing for them to play there. It's basically said that there's a compilation of me, but it is actually me. Uh, I'm not off. It's uh, all you. It's not a compilation, I promise you. <laughs> it's me, live, in the, in, in the room. But uh, your bits a... are the best. Oh, well, that's very... <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> uh, Lizzie Roper joins me this morning. How low? Hello. How low? I, ha, ha, I've, ha, I've ha. made a new, uh, a new phrase. I'm very low. Yes. Very low indeed, thank you. How's it going? Yeah, it's lovely. Thanks for joining us on this <laughs> Sunday morning. Thanks for getting me out of bed. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't really know why people do it. <laughs> I invite people on. Everyone says yes who I've asked to come well, on the show. Well, it's a good show. idea at three o'clock in the afternoon, of midweek. Course. You forget, don't you? Yeah. Because afternoon you is different to morning you. Oh, it's, isn't it's, it? How heavy can a duvet be? Oh. oh. Morning you. Oh. <laughs> morning you is like, damn you, afternoon mm. me. Mm. <laughs> it's very confusing. Oh, I, I, I see, the trouble with me is I love sleeping. Hate going to bed. Hate yeah, to, hate going I, to bed. I'm a bit like that. I'm a nine-year-old child. Just, yeah, I'm, no. I'm still a bit like that. I, I, I thought watch telly until late as possible, even though I know I've got to be up early in the morning for my radio show. But you feel great, don't you? You feel fantastic late tonight. Fine. How yeah. could you possibly feel bad ever again? Oh, I'll oh. show you. <laughs> See you in four hours. <laughs> I'll let you know all about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not very good in the morning. I try my best, uh, but uh, we, we warm up with this show. That's the good thing about this mm. show is we, we warm up together yeah. with the listeners. Some listeners have been up all night. They've been uh, either not either partying or working, right? Uh, and uh, and a lot of people are up with kids. Oh, that's, bless, that's bless what we've those got. This, people that's with what we've got this morning, and they do like a good moan. That's so that's what we like in the morning. Bring it a in. bit of moaning. Mm. So uh, if you are up and about, we, we we dedicate the first half an hour of the show to having a good old moan on why you're up so 8 12 15 on the text what are you doing why are you up um, and you'll see uh, lizzie over the next half an hour the eclectic mix <laughs> of reasons people are up it's a big word for a little boy i know on <laughs> a sunday morning <laughs> manford Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Ian Brown on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. I'm joined by Lizzie Roper mm-hmm. on this fine Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, she's uh, going to be in, one, in the new Carry On film. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, You've got it? the laugh for it already. Well, I'm I like Sid that. James meets Barbara Windsor and the dodgy love child they should never have had. <laughs> have you have you been described as that before? I have actually. Wow. Steve Bennett from Chortle. Oh really? <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. That's the first time I've ever agreed with him. <laughs> Uh, so, 8.12.15 is the uh, text this morning, uh, if you are up and about. And already, Lizzie, it's coming in. I've told you about this, the, the crazy things people are up to this morning. Uh, this is Emily, who's at the seaside mm-hmm. uh, this morning, because she's 12. I love that. Oh. See, she's at the seaside. She's not 12. Uh, <laughs> she says, uh, I'm up and crocheting a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle for my other half oh. in secret. <laughs> in secret. Yes, 
Ninja. That's the bit. Yeah, you don't want to spoil that surprise because yeah. he he might be scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone's just going to uh, to fix a fridge. You oh, know, these are the they, things people are doing. Can they come and sort me out? My freezer's working fine. My, my fridge, oh, it's very warm and it beeps a lot. <laughs> oh, mine does that. Oh. It shouldn't be warm, though. No. I mean, primarily, that is its <laughs> main function. Yeah, take, take, take a lesson from your big sister, the freezer. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't go that far. <laughs> that job's being done. Yeah, rain it in, but <laughs> chill my milk. Phil says... <laughs> Sid James is on it this morning. Phil says, uh, I'm up plastering a flat in Birmingham, Benissa. Since six six thirty. What do you want to do? Why are you plastering at six thirty, Phil? Oh. You mad get. Come on, mm. uh, James from Nuneaton. I'm up with my seven year, uh, seven month old Joe, uh, who decided sleep was for the week last night. My partner Nicola is having a well deserved extra hour or so. Good work, James. I like your style there. That, that's w- w- as a new parent, what he's doing there. It sounds like he's being nice. Yeah. He's going, oh, you have a lie-in and I'll do that. But what he's doing is, he's just clocking it. He's just <laughs> clocking it. Just so he can go, I remember the other morning when I did. That's what that's all about. So if you are up and about this morning, do uh, let us know. We do like having a moan, as you well know, on the show. Are you a morning person? I know you said you like sleep, but do you ever... <laughs> How very dare you. No, I, no, I don't do mornings. No. 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 I do an evening. I do a lovely evening. I do a lovely long evening. And it never Ooh. stops. Oh, no. I won't, no. Because I live on my own, I can... I, Nobody tells me when to go to bed. No. Not even the cat. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to bed at my own good time. No, no. No, no. I'm not a morning. I just, I can't. It's the stingy eyes of the mm. morning. That's the one that gets me when you, it's like a, like a million tiny golf players just yeah. walking over your eyeballs. You need to be kissed gently awake by a, a tiny angel, don't you? Who's That'd be lift nice. you. I remember when I was a kid, my mum used to bring me breakfast in bed. I, what? I, I had no idea how good I had it. No, well, that, no, kids don't, though, no, do they? No. Kids don't. You, they, they, I mean, my kids don't stop moaning and I'm like <laughs> you don't even know but this is the best it gets yeah, yeah. you know somebody I, I do your dinner <laughs> I, t- I drive you everywhere this is it mate I earn the money <laughs> exactly he just this is it well, it's not fair he's got a bigger thing than I've the, got yes he has go the, get over it <laughs> The, the only thing you need to do is be quiet mm. and, and, and just and just play by yourselves, that's it. And they go to the cinema all the time, don't they? Oh, my kids love a cinema. We used to go for birthdays, that was it, once a year. McDonald's? Yes. The McDonald's I went, was for other people's birthday. <laughs> Not even my own. <laughs> We're going to McDonald's for his birthday? No, like, oh, that's just all the time. These kids. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Dan in Stoke. This this starts like he's talking about, uh, like it sounds like he's a, someone from the seventies talking about women. He says apparently birds don't understand the concept of a bank holiday <laughs> lion, but he, he does actually mean birds outside his window. <laughs> So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Birds don't understand. Uh, uh, I don't know what I did it in a cotton. He's from Stoke. But uh, Tess says, uh, I'm up because it's a beautiful sunny Dorset morning. I can't waste it. Shut up, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why would you say that? Of course you can waste it. There's one tomorrow. Yeah, you can sleep in it. Yeah. That's not wasting it, is it? No, Tess. But these people who say it's the best time of the day. It's the best time of the day to be asleep. Yes. That's what you need to do with that time And she's of day. done like a little winky, smiley face just to rub it in. Stop mm. it, Tess. Mm. Pat that in. <laughs> uh, my husband, Ian, and I have been up since 5am with screaming, <gasps> teething child. Oh, dear. Mm. I mean, teething's weird as well. I mean, imagine how painful that is. Teeth being pushed through Ooh, your gums ow. slowly, and they've got two sets, haven't oh, they? Yeah, yeah, this is going to happen again, Pat. <laughs> Thank oh, you, man. How much is the tooth fairy these days? Still a pound. Really? It's never gone up. 
Oh. Yeah. And anyone who says it has is a liar. <laughs> and you better pack it in, giving well, your kids a fiver. Stop that. I know. Yeah, but it'd be easier for the little tooth fairy's wings, wouldn't it? A, a yes. crisp five pound note. Yes, no, it's still a pound, still a oh. pound, and it will always be a pound. <laughs> and uh, so make sure you. Uh, also, uh, my do- although my daughter's got uh, a, uh, a little letter off the tooth fairy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it said, um, I, I got the idea o- online, um, <laughs> and uh, no, it, it's, uh, I got a little note off the tooth fairy. And it was under a pillow in the morning. It said, I would have given you a pound, uh, but I couldn't get to your pillow because of all the mess in your room. Ooh. I'll come back tomorrow, as long as it's tidy, you'll get one. That's genius. Yeah, she's very clever, that tooth fairy. Oh, she's very good. clever. Did it work? Or... Uh, yep, yep, absolutely spick and span the next day, and she got a pound. They'll do anything for imaginary beasts, yes, won't they, kids? Absolutely, <laughs> they love them. Uh, my husband, Ian, and I uh, have been up since 5am uh, with Screaming Teen Charles. I feel like it's already at least midday. And that's an awful feeling. Uh, fun times. Enjoying your show. We normally listen to Radio 2, but Ian can't stand the lame page show tunes. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest, Ian. Yeah. See, I, I like a bit of a show tune. I so. love a show tune. I, and Elaine Page does have that crazy laugh, like a... She's great. She's off her head. I love her. Uh, uh, who else is up? Ro- uh, Rachel in Roehampton got to, got to take the eldest son to play in his first t- cricket match. Oh, Let's hope he's practised. It's not literally his first. <laughs> <laughs> what end do you hold? <laughs> Wicket stumps. Do you, you use your head? What? <laughs> Bless them. Oh, well, good luck uh, this morning. Whatever you're up to, uh, mm. do uh, do always let us know. And uh, and you can always give us a call as well. Sometimes people call. It's, it's been happening more and more frequently. There's Bold, yes. Ambassador. I know. <laughs> Early on, uh, when I first started the show, nobody called. And I would used to read the number out and then look at the phone lines. Nobody. Nothing. Yeah. And now, sometimes people ring. So I'm going to give the number out. O double three O. One two three twelve fifteen, and uh, and we'll see if it happens. If you love Jason, you'll call. Wow, mm. that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> now, if nobody calls, I will presume they don't love me. Which yeah, sorry about that. Early on, I was fine with that. Yeah. Oh crikey, that hurts. Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Philippa near Leeds says, Morning, Jason, and funny female guest who I missed the name of. Hello. That's Lizzie Roper. <laughs> uh, I'm up uh, as my dog and three cats don't understand why their breakfast should be later on at the weekend. They don't understand, do they? Do? Yes, but I... You know, if a child got me up, I'd be annoyed. But if a dog or a cat got me up, oh, I'm just... I've melted. That's oh, fine. No. My cat comes and stands on my head. Really? 6 a.m. I don't mind. She's adorable. I hate my cat. <laughs> no! I hate her. You don't? I Why? do, yeah. I'm having like a cat. I hate her and she hates me. <laughs> we hate each other. Right. Well, who started it? Bo- both of us are just waiting for the other one to die. <laughs> How old is she? She's like 12. Oh, you've got ages. Oh, God. You've got another 10 years. She's just, she's just spiteful oh. and... Uh, disloyal and don't you respect her for that though? <laughs> In a way. <laughs> one morning, I think I, I think I mentioned this a, a little while back. One morning, right? Because she's weird. Like she sometimes, you know, when people like some people say this thing all the time, don't they? About uh, when cats bring you like a dead bird or a yeah. frog or something like that, and they go, "It's a present." Yeah. My cat. D- does it in such a way as that it's like a warning? Yeah. Like, she goes, there's a dead bird. If I can do that to a bird, <laughs> imagine what I can do to you. Like, you know, she sort of has that look in her eye. Yeah, my cat's very big on the dirty protest. If I go away, yeah. if I go for away for a week, it's fine. The day after I get back, there's there's a little brown present oh, somewhere. Lovely. Somewhere in the house, somewhere I've got to find surprise. it. Surprise! 
Yeah, she's she's. I mean, she just is just. What, but I was going to say one morning. So, like I said, I think she's always she's always plotting because mm. you know that thing that people say that if you died yeah. uh, in the house, like a dog would lie down next to you and yeah. die with you, yeah, um, because they're thick, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and a cat would wait two days yeah. and then eat you, eat your eyeball, like eat eyeballs first, but they're nice and wet. Yeah, so that's that's the, that's what I've heard, and my, I always think my cat is looking at. Sometimes it looks at me as if it's like thinking. I'd probably start with his carbs. <laughs> like, it, it's, like it's plotting. Yeah. If he went, I'm not saying he will, but mm-hmm. if he went, them carbs look nice. I'll start with the left one. Mm-hmm. And, um, but one morning I was in bed, and I must have mentioned this before because it only happened a few weeks ago. I was in bed, and my phone, I always had my phone uh, on the floor, like next to my bed. And uh, it's. You sleep on the floor? What do you mean? Next no, to your like, bed? you know, the fl- the, uh, there's a floor next to my there's bed. There's a bedside table. No, I put mine on the floor for some. Right. I don't know why, but yeah. I always put it on the floor. And so it's on the floor. I wake up and um, I well this happens so oh it's not it's on silent I've done it it's on silent so I'm I'm, li- I'm li- lying there the cat stands I on the understand. I know this so the, the oh I don't know what's happening there <laughs> the cat stands on the button yeah. and it and Siri goes <gasps> how can I help you <laughs> And I, in my sleepy state, look, and I, all I can see is the cat looking at me <gasps> as it goes, how can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he can, oh my yeah. God, he can talk. That's a genius. Yeah, but he's evil. Uh, 8, 12, 15 <laughs> on the text this morning. Have you had a nice week though, Liz? What have you been up to? I've been up in Manchester recording a, a play for Radio 4. Oh, get you. For Christmas. Wow. A Christmas play. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it is. So, so we had blazing hot sunshine, got sunburn at lunchtime and then go inside and I'm walking in the air all of a sudden. Oh, crikey. Well, we've got someone else uh, who's up and about uh, this morning, Angela. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Jason. Hello, where are you calling from? Uh, well, I'm almost... Liverpool. You're almost in Liverpool. I'm almost in Liverpool. Oh, you're going over to the dark side. I love Liverpool. Hands off, I love my Liverpool. (laughs) I love Liverpool also, but, uh, you know, there is a rivalry. Yeah, I know. So, uh, Angela, why are you going over there this morning? Why? (laughs) Uh, We're on our way to watch my brother Chris Walls run the rock and roll marathon, or half marathon, for my daughter Grace. Oh, lovely. And uh, and so he's trying to raise some money for your daughter Grace? He is, yeah. Lovely. And how how can the rest of us uh, raise money for your daughter Grace? Oh, you can go to um, the Just Giving site, which is www.justgiving um, forward slash get Gracie going. Lovely. And, and, and you tell can us about donate Grace. and sponsor. Tell us about uh, Gracie. Grace, I'm surprised she's not screaming in the back of the car at the minute, because she loves being on the phone. <laughs> How old is she? Um, but she's four. Four, lovely. Um, she's got cerebral palsy. Yeah. Um, and um, we were raising money for an operation to help her walk. So she's actually had the operation. Yeah. Um, but now we're looking to um, raise money for the aftercare. So the physio bill's about £1,000 a month. Crikey. Uh, we need equipment for her. So, yeah, we're keeping on going with the fundraising. Fab. So uh, just wanted to wish Chris a good luck today. Well, well and done, Chris. Yeah, well, done, yeah. well done, Chris. <laughs> All right, Angela, thanks for ringing in, my love. Best of luck. Thanks, Jason. Bye, Grace. Bye, Grace. Bye. 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 Bye.
music matters. We've had a good old moan. Thanks for your texts uh, in this morning. Lots of people uh, texting in and uh, getting stuck in with the good morning moan. Emily has just texted in, just saying, Jason, can you tell uh, Celia uh, that mine is uh, tea, two sugars with half a cow, please? So just, <laughs> Celia, if you're in the kitchen, pop the kettle on. I love that, half a cow. Yeah. yeah. I know, I'm a, bit, I'm, I'm a bit of a milky tea drinker. Mm. Although I only ever drink half a cup, like the dad from East is East. I'm only... <laughs> Just half a cup. That's me. I only ever drink half a cup. Yeah, but you have a whole cup poured out for you, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and it annoys people. Yeah. They're like, wow, why have you done this? I'm like, I don't... I just like half a cup. What's, what's the problem? Mm. But it has to be in a... Don't make me half a cup. No. no. That is out of order. Because then you're going to be drinking a quarter of a cup. Yeah, exactly. And that's barely worth your time. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Uh, so you've had a busy week. Uh, Radio 4, get you. Radio, Radio 4. Radio 4, yes. That's posh, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very posh. That is posh, that. I'll I get around. Can't get near Radio mm. 4. Can't even get it on my, on my, on my DAB. That's how, that's how <laughs> not posh I am. Won't even let me have it. I'll have a word. Yeah, if you could, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> I've, uh, well, it was my birthday this week. Hey! Yeah, it was my birthday uh, on Thursday. Oh, what did you do for your birthday? I went, thanks for asking, I went, uh, I went to Venice. I say! Yeah. Oh, that's posh. Well, you can get on Radio yeah. 4 with the, with I know, right. Like I've that. never been before. And? Well, it's a hard one to describe. I had a lovely time. Mm. Don't get me wrong, it was great. But it was one of those places, I would say, I probably wouldn't go again or recommend it to any of my friends. <laughs> but that's not to say that it wasn't lovely. That's not a strapline for the Venice Tourist Board, no, is it? No, that's not... To, like, <laughs> I, I, that sounds like it's bad, but it wasn't. I just... It was all right. Stunk a bit. What? It stinks. Of what? Like... Eggs? Fish mm. and uh, poo. I, I knew a boy like that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, what a catch. Um, it was, yeah, it, it smells a bit and it's expensive. But what do you do with your day in Venice? A lot of walking. I didn't see a car for four days. Oh, it's quite It's quite nice, you know. Yeah. I, thought, I don't think I've ever had that in my life. Wow. Not, a, not a car to be seen. Yeah, it's great. The gondolas, oh, they're all right. And the, you went on one? I went on one. How long does it last? 25 minutes for 80 euro. No way. 80 euro! Whoa. I know. Well, the one... guy didn't sing Oh Solo Mio, <laughs> he had no cornettos on him. <laughs> At one point, and I posted the picture on my Facebook, he was on his phone, <laughs> texting. What? No. I said, mate, unless you're texting, what are the lyrics to Oh Solo Mio, you better get off your phone. Well out of order. So were you just drifting at that point? Or, I don't or could he do something with it one arm? Just, I think he was just an autopilot, I don't oh, know. Well, Maybe he was on his GPS working his way around the canals, but... So did you go to St Mark's Square? Went to St Mark's Square, what done that. there? Went to the Basilica. Yeah. Had a look at that. Um, you know, it was all right. It was lovely. And it's quite impressive. The city itself is impressive because, you, you know, it's all, all the canals and stuff. It's great. Mm. But I could have done it in two days. I didn't need four days. Well, next time you'll know. I could have done it in two days. <laughs> Venice, yeah. I could have done it in two days. Yeah, two days is all you need. <laughs> that's that's with the strap line. Venice, two days, that's all you need. <laughs> so I don't understand how people get around then if it's just walking. A lot of and... walking. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good though. I looked on my phone, 10,000 steps. I've done, there I've done you it. Go. There I've you go. I've done it on the old. Uh, but you crack walnuts between your thighs now. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be trying that later. I did, um, although I'll tell you what's funny, I said to my friend uh, before I went, who will remain anonymous. Mm. I said to my friend, um, I think about going to Venice. And he goes, uh, he says, oh, I would never go there, full of racists. What? I said, I don't. I don't think it is as much or as more as less at any other place. He went, yeah, it is. He said, did you know that all gondoliers have to be black? I said, I don't. I don't think that's a fact. He went. It was on QI, which is which is oh, the modern. Well. That's like the modern equivalent yeah. of saying I read it in the yeah. Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Stephen Fry said it 
That's what he said. That was the his... Oracle. I said, oh, right. Really? I said, yeah, it's like a, it's a tradition. I said, are you sure? Because I've seen it on on telly or films and... They've, in fact, if anything, they've never been black. They've yeah. always been Italian-looking. I've seen... They, they have calendars of them, don't yes. they? Yeah. So he said, no, it's, that's a fact. They have to be a black guy. I said, I, said, I don't think that's true, but all right, if that's what you want to go with. And I don't know how they got it past the EU. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand how this... It's a tradition. You can't change tradition. Anyway, about two days later, he rang me and went, oh... You know that thing I was saying the other day about the gondoliers uh, having to be black? I went, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he said, I meant gondolas. He, the actual boat. <laughs> <laughs> he says, they have to be black. Oh, oh, the boat. I said, oh, right. Well, yeah. that oh, makes, right. That's less contentious, isn't it? This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Lizzie Roper is mm. with me this morning. Mm. And uh, if you're trying to picture who Lizzie Roper is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead sexy, uh, me. Uh, oh, oh, she is. oh, I'm lovely. Mm. Well, you will have seen her quite a lot <laughs> on the telly. We were just talking about it off, uh, off air then. Uh, because on I'm a Celebrity, uh, get me out of here, you were one of the two old women... Yes. Uh, I was the sexy one in the grey wig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who did this, the eye Was it Iceland? Yeah. Uh, n- uh, no, oh, I it's Aunt Bessie. Sorry, sorry, Aunt sorry. Bessie. All right, it's usually Iceland. <gasps> God, oh, Yorkshire puddings and chips, come on. Sorry, I do apologise. I'm the queen. So, so you were one of the... How many of them did you actually do? Because they didn't seem to repeat that much, to We be filmed 21 idents in three days. But I've been doing that ca- I've been doing that advertising campaign for eight years now. Oh, wow. Aunt Bessie so started off you with... are, So you're not Aunt Bessie? No, no, no. No, you see, we're so not like Aunt Bessie. you're like the neighbours, looking in and We're stuff. the neighbours looking in. We, we, covered, we covered the Aunt carbohydrate delights. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a good job. I so, what, have you met Aunt Bessie then? She doesn't exist. I'm as Aunt Bessie as Are it gets. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought, oh, we'll enter a bit of magic here, <laughs> a bit of telemagic, where we talk about someone who we all know isn't real and is a corporation. But no, Lizzie just ruined. She's not real. Unbelievable. Yeah, but I'm real. What are we going to do for the rest of this three-minute link? <laughs> we were going to talk about her. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, well, <laughs> luckily, some people have texted us in, Liz. Who are real. <laughs> Hi, Jason. Love the show. They have to write that now. I'm mm. like uh, Steve Wright. Uh, love the show. I'm a police officer. I'm on my way to work to find out who has been arrested overnight and is now sober enough for me to interview. Oh, I like that. That's quite exciting, Ooh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, you say exciting. It's not going to be any proper crimes, though, is it? Overnight. Just be like, Ugh! <laughs> just those sort of crimes. I, I used to have a flat in central London and I got approached by the police to use my flat as a, as, a, as an observation place because there was an estate over the road. Wow. So there was this, this gorgeous policeman turned up and said, oh, can I use it? And I said, let's come in, young man. <laughs> and I was off filming somewhere, so I said, you can... Were you dressed as the Aunt Bessie <laughs> old lady? No, no, oh, I no. was gorgeous. <laughs> um, so he came, so I said, if you feed my cat, you can, you, can, you can get stuck into the flat and use it. Brilliant. And they used it, they caught him, and then he took me out on a date. Oh. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it was only halfway through the date that um, he sort of slipped up that he had a wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that, that wasn't so good. Yeah, that's not that's not the best <laughs> copper I've ever heard either. If he can't even can't even keep that a secret. I've brought my wife. Oh, don't, oh, don't, I've done it again. Don't. Oh no. Yeah, there you go. Cheeky beggar. So you and so basically you were like uh, mm. like a grass. 
effectively. Yeah. You were letting the yeah. police use your <laughs> flat to grass on people. Yeah, to, to catch <laughs> burglars. Yes, of course. Yeah. No, of course. That's absolutely fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's neighbourhood watch taken to the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I got a lunch out of it. Oh, well, fair enough. Fair. That's the main thing, isn't it? Uh, Oliver Holt, uh, who was the, uh, the the sports writer over at... Uh, the, the chief sports writer over mm. at the Daily Mail, is uh, having a listen this morning. Listening to Jason Manford on the way to London this morning. He's tweeted, love the show, heading to do Sports Week on Five Live. So Ooh. that's what he's up to this morning. What's the competition? Well, I don't worry about competition. Really? If, if, well, people want to listen to other things. You can't stop them. That's a man with swagger. It's no <laughs> swagger. It's just... <laughs> It's not my. It's not performance related pay. There's enough to so go around. It don't, it don't matter. <laughs> Get paid the same. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather you stayed, but yeah. you know, it doesn't actually affect no. what goes on. I mean, let's be honest. When the adverts are on, people are having a little look around. <laughs> let's be honest. That's what happens. That's what we all do. But We're hopefully, all... they come back. We're shattering myths today. There's no Aunt Bessie. <laughs> you, you go off and do something else when the adverts are on. This is dreadful. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. More people join us now at nine o'clock, of course. Of course, they've people, woken up. People have, some people have woken up uh, at a more reasonable time. Yeah, it's Sunday. Uh, yes. Let's calm down. Exactly. Uh, so, I, uh, this is what I wanted to talk about this morning. <laughs> so, I had this moment that happened to me mm. uh, the other day in Venice, in San Marcos Square. Oh, hello. Uh, so, there was uh, a huge family, a big Asian family, maybe of about 20 people. That's relevant. I'm not mm. just, I'm not being 70s racist mm. uh, by describing everybody too much. There's a huge family, about 20, 18 to 20 people. And there's a, another Asian chap taking the picture. Yeah. Right? So I, as I walk past, I say to the man taking the picture, um, would you... I don't know where they're from in the world, so obviously I'm, I'm just... I'm speaking loudly and in English, like... like As what, every like what, English what, like what we do. Does, I'll yeah. just say it slowly. Yeah, yeah. and loudly. Uh, so I said, excuse me, um, do you want me to take a picture of uh, you and the whole family together? Mm. And the man said, why? <laughs> That's not my family. <laughs> 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 and I had... <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I've been accidentally racist. Oh dear. I didn't realize. And it was one of those moments that I was like, oh, I just wanted the world to swallow me. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, why? Yeah. And even like two hours later, I, like, I had a moment where I went, oh god, yeah. oh, the thing in the square. <laughs> oh, the man in the photo. Did, oh. anybody, did anybody see TV's Jason Manfred do that? <laughs> oh. I hope so. <laughs> now, I've been assured by when I posted it on my Facebook uh, page. That, uh, of course, it wasn't. If anything, it was maybe stereotyping or maybe just generalising, if anything. So uh, not quite as harsh as I originally thought it was, because you would do that to anybody. Oh, do you want any help with the picture? Oh, that's not me. It's fine. So it was just <laughs> random. That's the way I've got it. But I want it. a photo of you and this random family. <laughs> <laughs> Even now I'm like, Ugh! Oh, God. So... That's what happened to me. So I want to do the topic this morning, when good deeds go bad. When good deeds go yeah. bad. So, if you've ever done something nice, or you mm. thought was a nice thing to do, and then it totally backfired and slapped you in the face, mm. then I want to hear from you this morning. 8, 12, 15. Or give me a call, 0330 123 12, 15. Now, there's a few that I had when I posted it on my Facebook page when it happened the other day. Uh, I had one from uh, from Vicky Dutton who said, uh, I once was in a lift with a colleague uh, years ago and she had a, a stray hair on her chin. I, I, I pulled it whilst talking. It was attached to her face. Hey! hey! Ow! Yeah. 
Horrible. Oh. Horrible. Uh, Sarah <laughs> says, this is somebody else's good deed going bad. My mum, uh, this is uh, Sarah Dale, she says, my mum had a dodgy foot and was using an old walking stick that had some white electrical tape holding the bottom bit on whilst out walking the dog. A man came over and escorted her over the road thinking she was blind. <laughs> Being too kind to say anything, she pretended to be blind for the rest of the street. <laughs> Good for her. Fair play to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. So that's what I want to hear this morning. Uh, when good deeds go bad, uh, I um, Sarah's one. Uh, I got messed up Sarah as well. Although it's not quite right, but it did still make me laugh. She said um, the other day a lady commented on my baby's teeth. She's got two at the bottom. She then immediately said, "I wish mine was still that small." And I said, "Yes, and white too." <laughs> then I realised she was talking about babies and not teeth. <laughs> I wish mine was still that small. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. My favourite one so far mm-hmm. uh, of good deeds go bad mm-hmm. is Zoe Daniels. She's messaged me this. Jason, I stopped on a roundabout to save a hedgehog that was in the middle of the road. Aww. Traffic behind Aww. her. She stopped the car. Hazards yeah. got out. I got out of my car and immediately realised the hedgehog was in fact a broom head. (laughs) In a vain attempt to retain some dignity in front of the other drivers, I continued with my rescue plan, carefully picking up the much-distressed broom head and returning to my car. As I made the broom head a cosy nest out of my coat on the back seat. I mean, she's really gone for it. She's this method acting. In brackets, she says, it had to look real to anyone still watching. A voice behind me asked, are you okay, madam? Imagine my delight when I turn round to find a police officer, obviously quite concerned as to my well-being. (laughs) Because you would look hammered. I'm just looking after this hedgehog. It was in the road. Uh, needless to say, he found my new travelling companion absolutely hairious. Uh, hilarious, sorry. Hairious. Hairious, isn't he, word? <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Uh, so much so, in fact, that he called his colleague over to hear my heroic story and admire my spiky little friend. <laughs> I still cringe thinking about it to this day. So that's what we're after. They're styling it out, and then that's all. Oh, that's gone too far. Yeah, good deeds <laughs> gone bad. I've got one. Go on. Caroline Harper. The lady in the next bed to me in hospital asked for suggestions for Christmas present. Mm-hmm. I suggested a foot spa before I remembered she just had a foot amputated. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh. Just keep Get quiet. some bubbles out of that. Just keep quiet. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like the classic, isn't it? It's like the, uh, oh, when's it due? Oh. Like, when's the baby due? And then they're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just fat or whatever, yeah. I'm pregnant or whatever. Or, or, or even worse, the baby was born, like, eight weeks ago. So, like... I've never understood why people ask the question. Because the risk is so high <laughs> for little return. Just don't go there. Even if you're right, Lizzie. No, no. When's the baby due? Oh, in three months. So? Yeah. Like, so, what have you gained out of that compared to what the risk was? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't understand it's why not, people It's not do it. easy, is it? No. I mean, someone's just texted in there. So I've offered my uh, offered a pregnant lady uh, on the tube my seat. Turned out she wasn't pregnant. Yeah, oh, it, do- it happens all the time. Oh. Not worth it. I, I'll tell you the worst one. I learned that lesson at, uh, at 13, 13 years old, right? I was in, uh, I was in German, uh, mm. in the German class, and we had a teacher who was a lovely, lovely, brilliant teacher, really clever teacher, and everyone adored her. And one day after a holiday, she had a little 
little little bump, little bump, bump. And I, being a thirteen-year-old boy, thought pregnant, pregnant. I thought I'll be clever here. I will ask her. Uh, when the baby is due in German. Oh! It took me 20 minutes looking through the dictionary, the German dictionary, working out the words. Oh, bless your little yeah. heart. Oh, yeah, I went for it. I was like, Frau Muir. Uh, like, going for it. Can't remember the words now, of course. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I got put into tension in German as well. <gasps> so, yeah, it was, pre- it was pretty harsh. <laughs> Luckily, nobody else in this class understood what I was on about, so I got away with it. But that was a lesson learned. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, a good deed gone bad this morning. Good morning. Who's online? Hi, this is Debbie from Aiton in Hampshire. Hello, hello. Tell us about your good deed gone bad. Yeah, so I was in the town centre one morning and uh, walking past a hearing aid shop. And I see this doddery old man coming out and he's fiddling with something. And he's he's standing there for ages and just really, you know, having frustration with this thing in his hand. Oh, yeah. So I want to go over and help him. Of course. So I go over, but obviously didn't realise he's not got his hearing aid in his ear, so he doesn't hear me approaching. So I reach out to kind of, you know, touch his arm, (sighs) offer him the help. But what actually happens is he jumps out of his skin, drops the hearing aid and the tiny little battery onto the floor... No chance of finding it. Oh, no. And he just looks at me like I'm evil. And, of course, can't hear me apologising to him because, you know, no hearing aid or anything. Oh, my goodness. That just it just escalates. Oh. You've just got to walk it's off. Terrible. Hideous. Hideous. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Well, but you don't let that put you off doing good deeds. OK, I won't. Thanks, okay, Jason. Bye. Thanks, my love. See you later. Bye. Where real music matters. Zoe uh, has messaged me, she said, uh, I was working at a clothes shop as a teenager and a lady asked me her, my opinion on an outfit she was wearing, uh, or she was trying on. Uh, I advised her that the top was lovely, but the trousers, not for her. Uh, I said that they weren't the right shape for her and perhaps she should try a different style. She said, I've had those trousers for years. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! That's what I'm after. Exactly what I'm after. This is another, another Zoe. Uh, This is uh, Zoe Barron. She said, uh, getting into a taxi at Leeds Station, I start up conversation with the Asian taxi driver about the beads and religious pictures hanging from his rearview mirror. This is a thing that white people do a lot, where we, like, it's like a natural white person guilt. Mm. uh, I don't know what happens. It's almost like we have to go, I'm not a racist. Here's some proof how I'm also not one. And by talking about things, too much, too much, just be quiet. So she says, uh, she's talking to the driver uh, about the religious uh, pictures and beads hanging from his rearview mirror, thinking I'm bridging the cultural gap. (laughs) She says, I get into my stride and ask the significance of the blue dolphin. Stunned silence, followed by a deep belly laugh, he replies, that's an air freshener. (laughs) 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 That's exactly what I'm after. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Morning. So who was your good deed for? Um, it was for my husband. OK, tell us the story. Well, it was before we were married and we were staying at his mum's house. And we get back in, you know, starving hungry. So I made this really nice omelette and he wasn't bothered. He didn't want anything. He went, oh, I'll have one of those. Right. So... Oh, she's cutting out. Oh, you're cutting out yeah. a little bit there, Shell. Sorry. So you were making oh, an om- you, it was it was late on. You were making an omelette. Yep. Right. He didn't want one. He didn't want one. When fine. It, when it was finished, he yep. said, "Oh, that looks lovely. I'll have one of those." Mm. So I gave him that one, being the good wife, oh. and then couldn't be bothered to make another one. So I just had some toast. Lovely. Fine. 
thought nothing of it, went to bed. He was that ill that night, oh, he wouldn't no. believe. The sweat, stomach cramps, he was absolute agony. So I get up the next morning and I'm thinking, oh, let me just check those eggs. Oh, so I went no. into the bin, had a look, do about eight weeks out of day. Hey! What makes it worse? He comes downstairs and I went, confesses everything, tells him what it was, and the first thing he said to me was, uh, that doesn't look suspicious, seeing as you've had toast. Of course, it looked like he totally poisoned him. <laughs> he still married was, you, though. To be, fa- to be fair, though, it was the setup for the marriage, how it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then, he does the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, then what Michelle. made it worse, I've commented on your Facebook page with that story. Yes. And I have had loads of messages asking for the factual correctness of my uh, story. Oh. Uh, you shouldn't keep eggs in the fridge anyway, oh, so I've made God. a comment about either on the side. Welcome mm. to my <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is my life, Michelle. Every time, everything, someone will find a way to be yeah. offended by something on Facebook. Not, not, so what about homeless up? people? They've not got a door. Like, they'll find a way. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I have ended up having to put on, I promise in future, I will get witness statements and we'll check the factual correctness of any story oh, I ever said. I'm sorry about that, Michelle. Well, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for telling us anyway. All right, then. Thanks for Your husband's all right. Uh, so, 8, 12, 15, honestly, that Facebook page can totally turn like that. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. We're halfway through. Mm, I've had a banana and everything. Oh, flies by. <laughs> <laughs> so this morning we're talking about good deeds gone bad. You've not told us if you've ever had a good deed gone bad, Lizzie. Are you, are you a person who does good deeds, though? That's the question. I think I like to live my, my life in quite a positive way. <laughs> I did have a I did have a boyfriend situation once that mm. um, his mum had dropped off some onions at our, at our place, <laughs> right? And I was looking around for something to cook, so I thought, oh, yeah, I can cook something with that. So I put something together. Yeah. Um, he started eating it, and his uh, lips started getting all weird and oh. numb and what have you. And it's like, what What have you put in this? I said, those onions that your mum left. He said, she didn't lose any onions. Those are hyacinth bulbs. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't think it was a weird thing to drop round. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you just cooked some... Cook some hyacinth bulbs. Apparently, they're deadly poisonous. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We're not together anymore. No, clearly, he's he's no longer with us. How was that? So we're after good deeds uh, gone bad. Um, this is from Kevin. He says, uh, "My wife was at work and saw a man being beaten up. Mm. She immediately rang nine nine nine. Unfortunately, they were filming the bill." <laughs> <laughs> Have you done the bill? I've done the bill. No, well, it's no longer on it. No, moment, it's it, a right of passage though for I know. every actor. No, I've uh, I've done Shameless. <gasps> Been in Shameless. What did you do in Shameless? Uh, I can't really talk about it on the radio. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it was filth. I was I was filthy in Shameless. Yeah, I think I think it's one of the rules. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I will tell you one day Hmm. on the radio when I can work out a way of cleaning it up. But not on the hop. I couldn't tell you the story on the hop. Uh, Dory says that years ago I was doing a manicure course, which was part of my hairdressing course at college. We had people uh, who would uh, come in for haircuts and sets and all that sort of stuff uh, for us to practice uh, manicure on. Uh, One lady sat down and I started to do her nails. I said, "Um, are you going to have your hair done? She said, I've just had it done. (gasps) 
Ouch. Ouch. Some of them are, are like, horrible as well. Like, some, some of them... Um, Olivia, I'll read this one out mm. quickly because it's a bit of a long one, but Olivia says, uh, essentially what happened was her uncle mm. uh, saw a moped mm. uh, it, it broken down. This was many, many years yeah. ago, and uh, she'd seen it broken down. So he was nice, he pulled over and said... Uh, what's happened? He said, I've run out of petrol. He said, OK, well, there's a, a garage two miles back. I'll drive back and get you some petrol. Which is a really uh, nice thing yeah. to do for a stranger. He's gone back to get the petrol and uh, come back, put the petrol in. The guy's, like, thankful. He's like, oh, how much do I owe you? He's like, oh, don't... I mean, this is back in the day, so he's like, oh, it's mm. a, th- a threepence mm. four or whatever. And uh, those made-up uh, coins that we used to have. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And the, and then the uncle's gone to pull out. As he's pulled out, here's an explosion behind him uh, as the moped has blown up and the guy is now eight feet like, <gasps> in the air, flying through the air, and lands on the floor. It's apparently he got it wrong. He got, he bought him two-star petrol instead of two-stroke fuel. Obviously, this is many, many years ago. Yeah. Uh, and the guy's engine had exploded. <gasps> He's felt so terrible that he had to buy the guy a new moped. That's quite an expensive day. That was a, that was a, a very oh. expensive uh, I good saw, deed I back. saw a bloke come off a moped mm. in front of me. So, of course, you pull over. Of course. And there's, the right this, there's this poor man sprawled all over the place and he's all shaken up. And, and But he stands up. He's not completely broken. Mm. And I'm like, you all right? You all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, well, uh, can I, can I call someone? No, no, no. And you really want to, do, you really want to help. Like, can I Can I take you somewhere? No, no, no. I didn't know what else to say. So I said... Can I give you a cuddle? Right. He just looked at me like I was mad and I'd, I'd taken advantage of him was trying to sexually abuse him on the side of the road. Did you get a cuddle out of it? No! No, no, I'm just asking. <laughs> Can I give you a cuddle? That would be I think weird. everybody should offer a cuddle when you yeah, fall over. depends if you broke your neck or not. You could really make it a lot worse. Um, I'm not St John's Ambulance trained. No, no. That's, just trained in the house of love. That's a medical hug. <laughs> I, I remember one of the... A good deed gone bad, where I'd, I'd gone to um, a little family-run uh, hardware store. I, I, I didn't live in the area, but I saw it, and I thought, rather than go to the big shops, yeah, yeah. I'm going to use this little... I was only after light bulbs. And I went in, and there was an old fella in there, like, easily sort of late 70s, you know, and... Uh, he was sort of a little bit doddery, but, he, you know, he got me what, what I needed. And then he, I, I gave him, like, a tenner mm. uh, for these light bulbs. And then he gave me change back of £20. Oh. So too much change. But I didn't notice. So I left the mm. shop. And I was halfway down the road and I was like, oh, he's giving me too much change, that guy. And it's like a family-owned shop. Yeah, and I felt bad, made, you know. Yeah. So I went back in. Mm. And by that point, his daughter was uh, behind the, the kiosk there and behind the till. And I said, um, oh, I've, you give me... Um, the, the, the man gave me the wrong change, gave me too much change. And she then shouted to the old man, Dad, that's why you're not allowed in the shop. <laughs> Get upstairs. And I was like, oh, I felt dead bad. I was like, oh, no. That was like his chance to go, I can do it. I can do it. I've run this shop, man and boy. I can do it. Stop it. And then I've just come here. I've got the wrong change. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Brian in Kent has said, uh, I went to a wedding uh, of my wife's friends a, a few years ago. During the photos outside the church, thought it would be a good idea to tell her friend uh, she had some lipstick on her face. Turned out it was a birthmark. No. Oh. Made it worse. I tried to wipe it off. No. <laughs> 
just not worth it. Not worth the risk. Like the same thing I said <laughs> for the pregnancy thing. Not worth the risk. I've got a nice one. Go on. um, Julie Tate Lowe just had a baby. The in-laws came round for mandatory visit. Father-in-law mm-hmm. complains of a headache, so she disappears. Gets some yeah. paracetamol. Uh, fast forward to two hours. Mother-in-law rings up, says the father-in-law's very ill, sick as a dog, throwing up. Oh. Um, that's when she checked the cupboard in the kitchen, and she'd given him two sterilising tablets. Oh no! Which is like poison. <laughs> Oh, she, I wonder if she ever told him. Well, this is the reason. Yeah. <laughs> this is the now. She's just found out now. Pressing out. Crikey. Super Gav in Aberdeen <laughs> said, uh, uh, I, I once tried to rescue an injured seagull with a badly broken wing. The seagull, not, mm. not Super Gav. He's still got his wings intact. <laughs> uh, a badly broken wing flapping around uh, the, the, all over the road. Uh, managed to get it wrapped up in my jacket, held it, and proudly got into my mate's uh, car. There, this is when the winged creature of Satan stretched its neck and bit me across my face with its rancid beak. It cut my lip and my cheek just under my eye, which in the days that followed became badly infected and proceeded to get me more and more infected to the point I ended up with a face like Freddy Krueger. Oh, good things gone bad. Very vicious. They're horrible. They're uh, they're horrible. When you go to the Edinburgh Festival and the seagull, I mean, Mm. there's nothing harder than a Scottish seagull. Yes. They've got attitude (laughs) all over their face. See you. I'm a seagull. Yeah. I mean, horrible things. Yeah. Horrible <laughs> things. Uh, and uh, Richard from Preston said, uh, Hi, last year I was out drinking with friends, decided to go uh, for the bil- obligatory kebab. Halfway through my Donna kebab, I decided it wasn't very nice, so I offered it to a passing tramp, an old chap with his collar up and flat cap. He turned out around and said, No, thank you. I've had a substantial supper this evening, in a rather upper-class accent. He wasn't a tramp at all, just a bloke. <laughs> just a bloke. I don't think we use that word anymore, but also... <laughs> Word tramp. It feels a bit. It feels a bit like a word that's been. What's that hobo? Yes, hobo. <laughs> it should have been changed by now. <laughs> I did it once actually. I remember working. I used to work in a call centre. And uh, next next to a McDonald's, and your uh, life's been very glamorous. Oh yes, yeah. oh I, yeah. man of the people. <laughs> and uh, I used to go out for lunch, and uh, occasionally I would pop into the McDonald's. And uh, one day. day, back in the day, mm. they don't do it anymore. This offer, but it used to come around every so often. It was two Big Macs for the price of one. <gasps> They're not allowed to do it anymore. No. Obesity crisis and whatnot. <laughs> Two Big Macs for the price of one. Now, I don't know... I can't eat two Big Macs, and I like... I, I can eat. Did like, you try? So, a couple of times. <laughs> so I've eaten the first Big Mac, and I thought, I can't eat that mm. second Big Mac. Outside, there was a genuine homeless person. Mm. Uh, and uh, and so I, I thought, well, I'll give him the, the, yeah. the, the second Big Mac. So I said, hey, mate, uh, there's uh, it's two for one Big Macs. Like, I can't eat the second one. And he lay back, held his tummy, and went... I couldn't eat another one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, everyone has gone, yeah. I can't eat two Big Macs. Yeah. He's had two. But I'll take them. Yeah, he still took it like. And then what was funny was he took the gherkins off, which made me laugh. I was like, beggars can be choosers. <laughs> they literally can be. I've just no, watched Nobody them. likes a gherkin. With my own eyes. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So, I've been having a little look through the paper this morning. Oh, yeah. uh, and all the different uh, stories that I collect during the week. This is what I, this is what I do with my time. Um, <laughs> so, I quite, I quite like the, uh, the the mad ones. Just uh, mad headlines. So, here's my top three this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gran, 71, refused permission by court to marry online toy boy who is 50 years her junior. Oh! That was one. If that's me, then, my future husband's going to be born in three years' time. Yes, it's, I mean, it's it weird when you put yeah. it like that, I'll yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she's 71. 
and he's 21 Tunisian. She's Swiss, mm-hmm. and uh, a Swiss court has said that's not happening. Yeah, because the Swiss court would have really done that to a 71-year-old man marrying a 20-year-old girl, wouldn't they? They'd have interfered in that. So- no, I don't think oh, they would. Oh, controversial. Yeah, bring it on. You reckon? I've got my gloves on now. I don't know. I mean, that basically, what they're saying is that they think that the... Um, Mm-hmm. That that he's trying to just get a visa, yeah. a European visa, by mm-hmm. by marrying into uh, into Switzerland. But uh, I and don't just, know. And, sh- and she just and wants she's to just have fun. Be- she's just besotted <laughs> with him. She said that we re- <laughs> we really like rap music and walks in the countryside. Rap rap music or yeah. rapping presents? Well, I don't know. She says we both like rap right. and walks in the countryside. <laughs> and he um, and she's been to visit his family mm-hmm. uh, who uh, like own goats and and stuff in Tunisia. And um, introduced to the family. I would say to prove it to the Swiss, you should go and live uh, for five years in Tunisia. Yeah, that's with fair the goats enough. and that. And then if it all works out, right, look, I've done this. Let me come, and then that'd be fine. I think right. that, that's that's the way out of that one. But then she's seventy-one, so you can't. I mean, you can't really waste yeah. much time. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Pandas could be wiped out because their favourite food is bad for their sex lives. Now I- I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> Chips. <laughs> yeah, it's been very yeah, bad. Yeah, I do get full done. very quick. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't! I've got a stitch. No, I'm, I'm turning over. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, this might be controversial, but I think it's time to let the panda go. Oh no! I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. We've done our best, though. We really have. We've done our best. Trying. If they don't want to do each other, that is nothing <laughs> we can do anymore. If they don't fancy. Other pandas. Well, maybe they maybe they need to take the pandas on date night or something. Maybe they need to rekindle the romance. I just think it's time. Aww. It's time now. But they look so funny. They look like little furry hooligans. But that's not sexy to other pandas. Really? That's the problem. Oh. I don't know what's happened, but I, I think it's time what now. What about underwear? Sexy underwear for oh, pandas. Stop being... <laughs> 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 maybe open a Anne Summers. Yeah. In, uh, in, yeah. In, panda in the Summers. Time to let it go. It's time to, it's time to let the panda go. I don't go. want you to impregnate a panda. I no, just I'm just saying. But they on. don't want to do it with each other, so forget it. Maybe they don't want to do each other because we're always watching. Do you want oh, to do maybe. it if you're being watched? In captivity with nothing but bamboo to eat? Well, it's not sounding great now, is it? putting me off a bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like bamboo gets stuck in your teeth. But <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't sound great, but I just think let them go. That's it now. We've, we've done our bit. We've done, we've done enough. There's other animals out there that need our help and want to survive. Yeah. And fancy each other. Mm. Let's help them. The tiger, for example. What not? Pandas. You've had your, you've had your chance. <laughs> we've done our best. Well, maybe the names are wrong. <laughs> ling, ling, ning, ning and what not. They just need some... What not? <laughs> what not the panda? Pa- pandas are always called odd names, aren't they? <laughs> maybe they should be called Fred and Jane and this... Yeah, there you go. No, I don't think that's the problem. Give them a video. Netflix and chill for pandas. <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> Where real music matters. I wanted to. Uh, well, I was just telling you. Actually, I went to the opera. Yeah, the it's, it's impressive, isn't it? I know. And where did you go to the opera, Jason? I went to the opera in Venice. Yee! Yes, because you know it was my birthday. Yeah. And you know when sometimes, like I don't know if you get this, but sometimes my mates, like my real mates, not mm. the ones on telly, like my actual <laughs> mates, uh, they'll say to me things like, "Oh, you've changed." Mm. You know, be in the pub and not sort of like, "Oh, you've changed." And I'm like, "I haven't changed." But you know what, Liz? I have. Why have you stink? I have changed. <laughs> I mean, that was my 35th birthday. Wow. Uh, and we went to the opera to see the Barbara Seville in Venice mm. for my 
25th birthday, yeah. four of you, 40 of us went Laser Quest. Wow. I mean, that's the difference. That's In ten years. <laughs> Did you take a laser gun to the opera I mean, with I you? I think I would have rather gone Laser Quest, though. <laughs> I went... I mean, it was... Don't get me wrong. It was yeah. it was brilliant. Mm. I mean, I didn't understand a word yeah. of what was going on, apart from uh, Figaro, 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 Figaro. And I, I enjoyed He's that bit. He's looking for some bloke, isn't he, called yeah. Figaro? He's, oh, he is Figaro. Oh, he is Figaro. Yeah, then he, what's he looking for? He's singing for? it by himself. He's basically saying, mm. oh, people are always like, asking me to do stuff. They're all like, Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Like yeah. So that's where that comes from. But right. uh, I, I, I mean, I'm saying that. <laughs> I have no idea. Not a clue. You're making it up in your own Three hours long, though. That's too long, that. How many intervals? Only one. Oh, that's the not The first enough. half was an hour 40. Oh. I had a little snooze. I bet you do. I mean, it's not a cheap do. And to, also, to the opera, sleep. you get a lot of old people watching opera, don't you? And yeah. your, your bladder shrinks with age. Is that right? That's asking for trouble, yeah. isn't it, an it, hour 40? Well, they did, they did well. <laughs> I, there was twice where I slipped down my chair and I took, oh, God. <laughs> you, oh. And you paid through the nose yeah. for that sleep. But it was good. Like, I don't want you to think it wasn't mm. good. It mm. was really good. Yeah. And the building was amazing and yeah. all that. And it was... We were in Venice and I thought, well... It just seems like you, you better go on a gondola yeah. and you better go to the the, the, the opera yeah. and like it, you better eat some pasta. Like these are things yeah. you better do. Yeah, and have an and, accident uh, in your bathroom. And then and then we had then we had an exploding shower <laughs> shower screen that ex, uh, exploded uh, and cut oh, cut feet and also oh, it was a nightmare. But uh, yeah. but we did get two nights taken off the hotel. So yeah. yes, there was blood and injuries. Yes, but, but it got us. A reduction in price. That's, and that's very important. And you've got to look at you got to look at these things. Sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth an injury. Yeah, especially to if it's your doss. partner and not to you. Yeah, well there was that. <laughs> but then it was my birthday. It was your birthday. So it would have been unfair. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We probably should start talking about something else. At no, some I know what I want to know about. Oh, go on. Um, shameless in a clean styley. Oh. <laughs> Your challenge is... <laughs> right. <laughs> so, early on we were talking about what TV shows we'd done, mm-hmm. and, uh you you've done loads I'd, i've done a, i've done a shameless you've done, you've done and you've a, done shameless yeah. so what did you do in shameless well, first well i think about and, trying to clean well, it up well i try and think about how to clean I mine up i played a lady mm. i played a lady yes um and you meet her and she's got all these little boys she's got 16 year old boys in her okay. living room right who she's um selling drugs to and oh, take, I see. and taking upstairs and oh with. that doesn't sound like something <laughs> so, that would be in shameless like unsavory um but but then the the, the twist yeah. cause she's cuz she's happily married the, oh. twist, the twist is um, that she can't afford IVF. Oh, so she's decided she's that she's it. going to sleep with 16-year-old boys because when she does get pregnant, right. they're not going to go, that's my baby. They're going to go, ah, and, and run a mile. So, Crikey. So then she and the husband keep What the a baby. theory. I know, but I had to do I had to do bed scenes with with, oh. with very, very young I've, men. I've done a bed scene. I did mm. a bed scene in Ordinary Lies. Luckily, it was at the end of, oh. the, of the session, so yeah. it, it wasn't, you know, I didn't have to do any of that. I've had to do bath scenes. <laughs> I had to do a bath scene where I was discovered... With my elderly boyfriend, you're looking worried. No, 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 my, no. I, I, my elderly boyfriend was on top of me in a wow. bubble bath, and his elderly bottom was just poking above, <sighs> wow. above the foam. Crikey! And then I had to sort of his stepson had to come in and help us out. All right. Well, but of course, I... you know what filming is like. It yes. took like three hours. Yes, of in course. In a lukewarm bath with a man between my legs. Oh, crikey! Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a terrible autobiography. <laughs> Um, I, uh, okay, this is, this is my, this is what happened to me, uh, on, uh, Shameless. So, and you might remember the episode, uh, Mm. if you're, if you're out there, I'd love to hear from you. Yes, I mean, I'll be honest with you, once seen, never forgotten, (laughs) and not in a good way. So, 
Shameless. Yeah. This was about ten years ago, maybe maybe longer. Before I was doing lots and mm. bits and bobs on telly, I uh, <laughs> David Threlfall was the director actually of, course, of that yes. uh, of that episode as well as being in it, mm. and uh, I played a security guard of a warehouse, mm. <laughs> and uh, I'm really struggling here. <laughs> yeah. So I played the security guard of a warehouse, and the the girls who were robbing the warehouse, yes, Tina Malone and a couple of the others yeah. who were robbing the the warehouse, uh, they. Decided to seduce me. Oh, yes, yeah, seduce me so they could keep me amused while they uh, robbed the warehouse. Because it's hilarious when your genitals are yes, to bed with. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, they uh, blindfolded me. Oh, trousers round ankles, <gasps> and uh, stuff was happening. Yeah, and uh, I'll we'll be careful with the way I phrase this. Mm. Uh, but what they they also brought along with them uh, was their pet Alsatian uh, <gasps> dog, and uh, so that's what happened. And I'm, I'm going to let you fill in the, the middle right. bit so we can stay, so nobody from Ofcom rings, right? <laughs> so basically, that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. So none and of they, the, so, and they call it puppy love. Yes. Yeah, so I, I had I was blindfolded. This was happening. I thought the girls were at it, but they were off robbing the place. It was a weird day for filming, I'll be honest with you. There was two people from the RSPCA looking after the, the dog's interest, and yet nobody from the actors' union for me. And um, as an actor... Well, you've got a pedigree chum on the inside of your thigh. You just think... This, this isn't showbiz. This isn't showbiz. Wow. The worst thing about it, Lizzie Roper, was... <laughs> About two weeks later, yeah. uh, the Daily Star ran a story because Ofcom had received mm. like lots of complaints about animal cruelty. I'll tell you right now, Ofcom, that dog was having the time of its life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the picture in the paper, it was a double-page spread in the paper uh, of, of, of me, Ooh. me giving it full, like, Oh, acting, yeah. you know, Ecstasy. yes, this is going great. Mm. And the uh, double pay spread, and the dog, they'd blacked its eyes out for anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> for anonymity. <laughs> so it wasn't a laughing stock yeah. in the dog community. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is Jason Manford. This is Sometimes I think I'm the busiest person in show business, Lizzie Roper. <laughs> I do. Even this week, yeah. I've, I've got QI Tuesday, but <gasps> have I got news for you Thursday? Oh, it's a busy week. I want to be you. And I'm off. I'm right. off work at the moment. Wow. So it's busy time. But you mm-hmm. are even busier than me. Wow. I get around. I'm so, thinly well, spread <laughs> like cheap margarine. So what have you done this, this uh, uh, yeah, so far? But, uh, this year, Boy Meets Girls Season 2. Lovely. Ooh. Oh, do we call it Seasons now? Yeah, because I'm, I'm quasi-American. <laughs> mm, I don't get up I still, I'm still sticking with series. All right. I refuse to... I even say it about American shows. <laughs> have you seen a House, House of Cards uh, Series 4? <laughs> I, I still... I will Breaking Bad Series 5, I will always say series. All right. I will never change. All right, Series 2. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, Aunt Bessie's. The Aunt Bessie's, of, of course. course. Oh, Lizzie you, is Aunt one Bessie. of the uh, old ladies in Aunt oh. Bessie. Roast 
Tuesday. It turns on a Tuesday. That sort of thing. <gasps> she's right here. Oh, she's right. right. It's like she's in the room. <laughs> oh, and then, and then. It's weird that you came dressed though. <laughs> I, I, I love a nylon pinny. What can I say? Um, and then I was really lucky. I, I got to do um, the Alf Garnet remake. So the BBC so, are, have chosen six. I think it's six of them. Yes, but, it's, but, but this, this one's is, different. This is the isn't lost. It? This is called the lost sitcom. Right. Season. So the other ones so have been rewritten. Rewritten. So then there's there's one episode of Steptoe and Son, one episode of Hancock, and wow. one episode of Till Death, and they are the original scripts. So they found the scripts. Found the scripts, because, you wow. know, back in the day, the BBC would go, we need a tape, we need a tape. Oh, mm. Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, scrub that, we can use that again. And they wiped the whole oh, of series wow. one of Till Death. Oh it does my not exist. Goodness. So they got me Simon Day. Simon, Simon Day, Day from the Fast Show. Beautiful Simon Day. Love Simon Day. Oh, playing Alf Garnet. He's brilliant. He's absolutely. Oh, I can brilliant. imagine. Actually, yeah. that sounds brilliant. Perfect casting, isn't it? Yeah, that's fantastic. As soon as I got the job, I went, "That's brilliant." But that's that's a kiss of death. Who's going to take on that man? Yes. Oh, this is going to be dreadful. Simon Day. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Wow. You can have me. And what was it like? It was really weird because yeah. I'm used to doing modern sitcoms. You know, page and a half to a scene, three to a page, mm. bang, 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 and then you read the script, and it's brilliant, but it's like a Beckett play. Oh, it's, I see, so it's, sort of slower and pace. in the performance, and also, as an actor, um, Alf Garnet is just full of impotent fury and rage, Yes, and silly old Moo is Teflon. She, she won't, she <laughs> won't course. meet it, it's like, mm, no. Mm, oh, so uh, you were playing, oh, wow, yeah, right, I'm so you're the wife, Moo. wowza. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I revel in playing women much older than me. <laughs> I know you just. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. And was it in front of a, like, an live, audience? Live studio audience. You get, we get four and a half days to um, rehearse it. And then, oh, okay. and while you're rehearsing, of course, it's not funny. Because there's no, no... Everybody's heard the words. Nobody's It's funny laughing. the first time you read it. Yeah. And then after the 15th yeah. time, you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's been a terrible mistake. What have I done? Oh, no. And it's that odd thing, isn't it? Because like, what you get a lot, and mm. I've, I've, I've had this when I've, I've done stuff, is even when I've done stand-up, mm. um, the people... Already, especially with Twitter and stuff, mm. oh, what's this canned laughter thing? Mm. Nobody uses no. canned laughter, do they? It's no. not a thing that gets used anymore. No, absolutely not. But uh, if anything, the, the the live audience, you've got to tone them down a bit, because they're yeah. having such a great time. Well, I was so... Uh, it was such a lovely thing to finally stick it in front of an audience, because that's the, that's the missing yes. cast member, isn't it? Of course, yeah, yeah. And that's where the timing is. And I, it was, I, it was so beautiful doing this bizarre comedy, and it got to the point I could tut, I could roll my eyes yeah. at him, and they would be rolling around laughing. So wow. it worked brilliantly. I w- I'd love to So know, when will that be on Telebox? Uh, July, um, apparently. July BBC Four. Fantastic. So looking forward to that. And I saw the Hancock being recorded. Oh, right. That's amazing. Kevin and who's Ma- playing Hancock? Kevin McNally, Hancock. I don't think I know Kevin McNally. You, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Oh, right, yes, yeah, yes. And yep. John Colshaw playing Sid James. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. He's a great impressionist, so I imagine he can be. Fabulous. Well, I look forward to that. Yeah, it's good season. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, I don't get angry, me. Mm. I'm not an angry person. I could make you angry. I'm sure you could. (laughs) (laughs) You said that flirty, but also... (laughs) Like a bit threatening. Yeah, I want to poke you with a stick yeah, in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an angry person, but occasionally when I read the Daily Mail, right, oh, I don't, know. Don't read that. No, and I know you shouldn't. Yeah. And I don't. I just go online and I, t- I just have a little look down the wall of shame at the side. And everyone who says they don't read it is a liar <laughs> because it's right there. 
And often what I'll do is when I see a story in one of the papers I do read, yeah. um, I'll often think, I wonder what the guard. What, yeah, what's I'll, their spin on it? I'll, see, I'll, I'll, I'll read it at the Guardian. Have I got Kim Kardashian's yes. I wonder what the male think about it. But I'm not interested in what the male think about it. I'm always interested what the people at the bottom in those oh, comment sections write. Never read the bottom of the internet. They're amazing. <laughs> Have you read them? No, I stay away. Oh, I'm trying to Lizzie, keep my soul clean. Honestly, it, you can't help feel superior. <laughs> As a human being, and as a as a person with a heart and a soul, yeah. they're the vermin of the world. Yeah. You, honestly, you've never read worse things in your life. So I read this story the other day in uh, like the Guardian or something, and it said um, it was about a woman, and she'd posted it on Facebook. In fact, I think I'd seen it go round uh, on Facebook. Someone posted it, it was about um, a woman who wrote a, a sort of a, an open status mm. uh, because her little boy, who likes to dress up as Disney princesses, yeah. Um, had basically on on the way to school was dressed up as it was only nursery it's only like three or four oh. dressed up as a Disney princess uh, the, the the story read mother's fury after middle aged woman tells her she should be embarrassed because her Disney obsessed son three went to school wearing Snow White princess dress oh leave off. A mother has hit back after a woman at the bus stop told her she should be embarrassed that her three-year-old son was wearing a princess dress by sharing a heartfelt open letter about the jibe. And it's online, you can read it, about her little uh, boy, Zachary, who likes to dress up as lots of different things. You yeah. know, it'll be, it'll be cowboys one day, and then, then it'll be uh, one of the princesses. That's that's just what he's into. That's I what he likes doing. I love little boys dressing up in dresses. It's very what? good for little boys to dress in dresses. You've got to read... You've got to read what they wrote on. What I mean, I can't even read them out. It was vile about a child. Yeah. And it got me really angry because I, like, when I was a kid, because my mum worked full time as a nurse, my dad was stay at home dad. Mm. So often at, like, Christmas birthdays, what do you want? I'd be like, uh, like an iron and an ironing board Brilliant. for something, or uh, maybe like a doll with a, a buggy and that. Because obviously, I, that, my role model, yeah. my male role model, yeah. was doing that as well. That was what I was. Why are you having a go at this kid? Yeah, leave off. Three years old, dressed as a princess. That's fine by me. I think it should be compulsory. You should spend a week a year dressed <laughs> in, a, in a as a Disney princess. <laughs> My All God. the way through your life. It never ends. <laughs> My godson, Edward, was mm. really into jewellery when he was a little boy. He loved necklaces. And got yeah. He was in a shop one and he saw great big cheap, gaudy rings. Like, please, mummy, please bought him this ring. It's far too big for him. And then he was starting big school and, he, and, she, and he's like, can I wear my ring to school? No, darling, you can't. It, it'll fall off. It'll fall yes. off. Yes. Next day, he walks into her room, stark naked. He's, he's wearing the ring on his wow. winkle. Wow. And, and says, look, mummy, I found a place where the ring won't fall off. Nailed it. And she said, yes. And he said, and look, mummy, doesn't it make the ruby look beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> See, he sounds fabulous. He is fabulous. He sounds like he's uh, <laughs> he sorted him out, yeah. himself out for life. <laughs> I love it. I like it when you, um, at the age of like four or five, you can already sort of tell Aww. which way they're going. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's funny, someone said to me recently, um, they were like, because I've got five children, and they were like, what would you, you know, that sort of question that comes up every so often, what would you, how would you feel if one of your uh, children were uh, were gay? And, and, and obviously you go, well, I don't, I, I genuinely don't care. Like, it's not even crossed my mind that it would bother you. It's 2016 and yeah. life's changed and yeah. all those sort of things. And then they said, what about if they were all gay? All five of them. And I genuinely went, oh no, that is different. That would be weird. <laughs> I'd be thinking, hang on a minute. 
I've got like homosexual sperm. Like what has <laughs> happened? I can only create this. Then, What's you're, a, then you're a god. Yes, <laughs> a god where, where yeah where, where life stops creating See, after I I've done it. I haven't had children, but if you could have guaranteed that I could have had a gay son, I'd have squeezed one out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where your music matters. Uh, let's have a little last look through some of the stories which I uh, picked out, which we've not got round to today. So, Lizzie, here we go. Here's the, got, the last few stories uh, in the paper. So, uh, uh, amount of condoms ordered for Rio Olympics will make your jaw hit the floor. That's not what they're for, is it? That's not what they're for. <laughs> doing that, you're putting them on wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the Metro. Uh, about 450,000 condoms will be distributed during the Rio de Janeiro Olympics to the athletes. That's not just to the, the punters. Is it a competitive sport now? How have they got the energy to throw a, throw a run anything? No. Unbelievable. So that's yes. going on. Yeah. Well, well, well done, Ben. Hey, stay safe. Yeah, and the gold. For, for, um, <laughs> yes, <no>. exactly. <laughs> Coming first. Uh, right, 20,000 bees chase car for two days after Queen gets trapped in the boot. I thought it was I her think, birthday, yeah. I, I think they mean the Queen bee. <laughs> oh, right. Yes, I, I made that mistake. I thought, what? That's weird that they've mm. chosen to go with the bees bit mm. rather than the Queen getting stuck in the boot of a Hyundai. I did a programme with Bez... <laughs> Like Bez from the Happy Mondays right. last year, um, and Bez keeps bees. Go, oh, okay, that's, that's, oh, that's the link. That's nice, that's that's nice Bez. Um, <laughs> well, he, he sometimes gets trapped in a yeah, boot of a car. Where, as where well. do you keep your bees? I've got inner city bees. I've got bees in my fields. Oh, that's nice. Because bees know, you know, do they? Yeah. If you die, your bees come to your funeral. <laughs> And because it's best, you just have to go, yes, yes, with a, a little tiny top hat. Oh, I've come, come to pay my oh, really respect. Well, there is lots of flowers there, isn't there? So, at yeah. uh, a funeral. It's well, what I, they would have wanted. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. Come on, lads. Uh, what else have we got? Um, man who got breast implants to win a bet wants them removed after 19 years. Now, well, enough about you, Jason. More about me. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. Yeah, so we spoke to this guy a few weeks back. He's a, he's a friend of the show, of if you will. Of course he is. Uh, Brian, who we were doing a, a, sub, we were doing a phone-in about mad bets. Right. And he was the maddest one we could find. Uh, somebody bet, just went, I bet you, it was something like 100 grand, $100,000 that he wouldn't... Ooh. get breast implants and he totally did but now he wants them removed how long has he had them for um he's had them for 19 years he's enjoyed every minute of I mean, that I, d- I don't think i'd ever leave the house Liz. <laughs> yeah where's jason he used to come to the pub quiz mm. yeah he doesn't anymore he's got breasts <laughs> <laughs> playing around with his boobs <laughs> Mm, and uh, my favourite story is in the Manchester Evening News this mm. week, which um, which the headline totally like oversold the story, which right. often often happens. Can you help out Stockport Cinderella find her lost shoe? No, that was the. Th- no, <laughs> I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I've got things on. <laughs> Kathy Evans, 81. Now, unless she's the original Cinderella... Wow. Uh, she's appealing to readers to help her track down a shoe she lost on the... This couldn't be any less Cinderella. Yeah. You know Cinderella? It's princesses yeah. and castles and Prince Charming and all these things, you and know, balls. gowns and balls and all these. This is the story. Uh, pensioner Kathy Evans, who struggles uh, with her mobility, got in touch with us after one of her new moccasins went missing on her way home from shopping in Ashton Underline. I mean, it's very different. 
to the version I've seen. That's just careless. Bless her. As soon as, but as soon as you lose your shoe, you know you've lost your shoe. Oh no, she'd bought a new pair of shoes. Oh right. Yes, I must hasten to add, she wasn't yeah. like walking. Around. No wonder yeah. she struggles if Not she's only got one shoe. Princess on. Margaret burning both her feet in the bath. No, no, no. she must have been lowered in. I think that's the only way of explaining that. What, like Henry VIII. I think that's the only explanation. <laughs> um, she says I wouldn't have minded as much if I'd lost both, I, and I yeah. agree with her. Yeah, if I'm, you lost I'm both, you go there. fine. Yeah. But to have one, it's annoying. I'm living on just my pension and one of them is out there somewhere. So the, the Manchester Evening News have asked people to track down this shoe, right? And I say this, right, because Cathy and friends took the number 330 bus from Ashton mm. uh, before the pensioner changed into, onto the 328 to stop put. Done it many times myself. Oh. Uh, so I, if Cathy's listening, I don't, I don't think she will be unless Very she's into sorry. Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Uh, I, I'll buy you a new pair, Cathy. <laughs> Brand oh. new. Brand new pair. Not white, just, white moccasins? Whatever colour she wants. <laughs> Whatever colour she wants, I will sort that for you, Cathy. Aww. So if a son or grandson or someone's listening who knows Cathy, mm. me, Jason, but I will buy you a new pair. And not not just from Ashton Market. Oh, no. I'll go to Clark's. Hello. <laughs> a width fitting. Yes. And I will treat you. <laughs> I'm going to treat you, like Cinderella. Like a lady. And I'm going to put them on like Prince Charming as well. Like I'm at, no, I'm not, that's too far. But yeah. I will, I will I'll buy them off Amazon. But we'll sort it out. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Well, it'll literally never happen, so it's fine. It's very frustrating you leave something on the bus. My um, my mum's mum, my nanny, she was. Yeah. Like, I've I've tried I've tried to lose weight. I've tried to lose what I've done. I've breathed in and out. I've had hot baths. I bought some of that dark sugar, but I left it on the bus. Oh, <laughs> dark sugar. Diet sugar. Oh, diet sugar. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> diet sugar. That doesn't sound. Sugar, right. you throw it at the wall. <laughs> Music matters.